Hi, Jane. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good. So I'm so excited to be joined by Jane Soller. And she is, she's known as Organized Jane. And this woman is going to knock your socks off as far as creating methods and programs that are going to help you basically have the most successful business possible. She essentially focuses mostly on small businesses and medium-sized businesses, but frankly, given her background in the corporate world, is equipped to handle working with anyone. And I uh, was introduced to her actually through a mutual friend of ours as Connection Will Have It, right? And um, I was lucky enough to be on Jane's podcast and Jane Soller, um, I, I was just so impressed by her that I wanted to interview her for my podcast as well so we could share her resources. She has an amazing six-step program, which is meant to boost your business and declutter your life and give you structure and organization to be the most successful entrepreneur possible. So Jane, yay, we're here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so Jane, the other thing you guys all should know is that Jane is from Canada. So you all know that I'm super into the global international scene with my background. So Jane, why don't you walk us through a little bit about your life, how you came to be organized Jane, and um, and your process. I want to hear more about it. Yeah, so I was always organized ever since I was six years old. And for anybody that has kids, they have done a lot of research. When you're in between six and eight is when you start to have these tendencies of being organized or disorganized. And that's when you can also create habits and change those ways too. So it's interesting. And my book, Decluttering for Dummies, I did a whole chapter on kids and I did a lot of research on it. Yeah, no, it's okay. On um, just how important it is that they are, you know, you, you see those habits already. So I, I was just naturally organized and it was a passion of mine. And it didn't really be, I didn't think it could become a business. I, you know, as society would have it, we just, I went to school, got a, you know, degrees, regular corporate role and thought that's what you had to do to be successful. And I always had this in the back of my mind. It was a passion. And it wasn't until three years ago that I made the entrepreneurial leap into, um, helping people and businesses get organized, but it wasn't an organized process like many businesses are. It was messy. I wasn't organized Jane first. I didn't have a brand or a website. I just started consulting. And I think that's how most businesses evolved. So even my own business was not organized in the beginning, but what I did to organize it and how would I learn from my corporate days and my process of optimization days was really, I learned fast how to get it organized. And that's what I help others do now. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about, you know, it's so you're, it's a blessing that you basically have this gift, right? That at a young age, you knew how to get organized, but what would you recommend to somebody, you know, that doesn't have that gift? How do they get structured? How do they get organized? And I think that's what your course does, right? Yeah. So my course really helps you like get organized and it is a lot of the mindset too. And, um, how you grew up, I had parents like not, they weren't crazy organized, but we're Swiss and everything had its place. And that was also, you know, seeing that, 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 you know, if you have a boss or a leader who's organized, that will also, it's also things in your surroundings as well, but you can definitely make steps to, um, somebody said to me, Oh, it's genetics. I'll always be disorganized. No, you can, no. you can take steps. <laughs> mm -hmm. So really it's um, I say it's time to get real and hire a coach. If you need some help on getting organized. And especially I wanted to focus on women entrepreneurs because I'm so passionate about them and I love helping them. And I look at it holistically, your life and your business. My first step in my course is about time management, 
and getting that organized in both facets, um, life and business. So it really is a, a holistic program. Yeah, because the reality is this, is that you can't look at your life in one isolation of just work or just you know, your home life, they're in integration. And I think that's the biggest misnomer, right? And particularly as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you probably see that all the time, right? All the time. Yes. And it's just, you know, we, especially entrepreneurs starting out in your business, you're just going crazy trying to sell your product or service or develop it. And then after that, we're still spinning on a treadmill, trying to think we have to do so much things. And especially as women, we're still doing a lot of the things at home and et cetera. So never ends. Yes, it never ends. Uh, so true. So in the decluttering process, like what's the first step and stage of actually, you know, you kind of look at, you know, this, say it's this mountain of paperwork, right? That, you know, or you're launching a business and you don't know where to go. Like, what's your first point of uh, guidance for people? Like, what do you say to them? Like, where do you start? Well, that's a question everybody asks me about how do I start getting decluttered or if it's a specific room or area or category, let's say like paper, that's, you're probably going to need to dedicate, start small, 10 minutes a day, put it in your calendar. Here's my 10 minute declutter for the day. And you're going to have to tackle it. I say, don't do it all at once, even especially not all at once. Cause usually then we declutter everything and then we have to buy new stuff or we get stressed. <laughs> So go small, 10 minutes a day. And that's how I I say with my time management tools and tasks, you know, even if you don't, if you're putting something off, set a time cube for 10, 15 minutes and just start it. And that can be, you'll get, you'll get the momentum going. Don't, don't block off four hours to do it because you likely won't. I like that little time cube. Show me that. Tell me a little Mm -hmm. bit more about the time cube. Well, Sally is on Organized Jane and they really help you stay focused on a task. So today we are cluttered in our minds in our digital spaces. So when I'm doing email, for example, I will just set it usually to 30 minutes. I do my emails blinking mm-hmm. at me. I'll put it down at the timer counts down. And for some reason, that red blinking dot just makes me not get up, not do anything else. I don't check my Instagram. I don't do anything else I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just gets me focused. It's also great with kids, you know, when they're doing their homework, but it just starts you really getting your mind decluttered and focused on one single task. Mm, I like that. I I really like that strategy because small incremental bits um, make us feel so successful. So I love that. How much is that little cube? Uh, On Amazon, it's $24 with shipping. Oh, but on your website. Oh, it's your, you have it Um, on Amazon. It's on my website and I have it on Amazon too, actually both. They're both. Yeah. Super cute. I might just have myself one of those. Yes. I just set my phone, but I like a visual, like a large visual like that. It's actually a a really great tangible tool. So, um, so tell me, you know, you, we focus a lot on female entrepreneurs, both you and I, but what led you to entrepreneurship versus staying in the corporate world and using your skills the way that you were? Tell me a little bit about that. Like, and how did that process work for you? I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Actually, I had entrepreneurial parents. I saw they're, they're always working. It's very stressful, actually. And, and there's no there's a lot of risks you take. And I really thought, oh, the dream life was being a VP of a company and just making lots of money and having a nice car and living in the city. And <laughs> But that really, and then I would come home and just be at night and just, you know, watch Netflix and go to the gym and just every day the same thing. And I was forced to work when I wasn't most productive. I really, I didn't, I knew there was more efficient ways to do things. So I got frustrated and that's, 
and I was moving and doing everything for the corporation and not getting a lot of returns. So I was asked to move again. I was living in Switzerland at the time. I was asked to move to France and I was just 50% of my time was traveling. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to just, I want to create my own life and help who I want to and make it, give myself more freedom in the process too. Yeah. I think that's a, I mean, that's, everybody wants the flexibility and the freedom to devise their program or, or their services the way they want to. And I think, you know, um, what do you see is most inefficient about not just the entrepreneurs you work with, but also how does that parlay to your experience in the corporate world? Well, oh my gosh, the corporate world I just found was so ineffective, <laughs> so unorganized, especially the bigger the company gets. Because there's a lot of systems and processes that take up uh, that people don't use, don't know how to use, don't make sense. There's a lot of, I find it really, a lot of inefficiencies. And just the traditional working day, mm-hmm. you know, from nine to five, is that the most efficient for your employees who are night owls and who get the most done from six till nine at night or are the most productive or whatever it may be. And there was some stat that I read, I think it was in a Tim Ferriss book that says two hours and an eight hour workday is actually productive. Mm-hmm. So that really was a, an awakening to me as well. And that's when I, when, I, when I turned to entrepreneurs, I realized it was really the opposite. We worked more, but we still were actually not being as productive as we could be because we weren't having, we didn't really realize what systems were needed, what could be automated, um, how to scale efficiently. So all of those things kind of still, you work maybe more as an entrepreneur, but you're not necessarily doing the right things either. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because I think, you know, the difference between entrepreneurship is that you don't have a team, right? There's not, so it, it is easy to get distracted and it is easy to pick up the wrong uh, project that you might end up finding yourself working on for four hours instead of focusing on something else that might uh, bring you more revenue for that matter. You know, it's like work harder, work smarter, not harder, right? So mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a beautiful statement and testament to the way you approach things. So, um, what would you say it, you know, has been your greatest struggle in entering entrepreneurship? Well, I, like with most people, I, I was so scared to market myself and I actually started the business 13, 14 years ago when I, when I had just finished my MBA and I was like, I'm going to start this business did all the things I was supposed to. And then I was so scared to market myself. And I got advice from only corporate mentors. I didn't have networking groups or today there was not, you know, empowerment groups like there is today, like what you offer. Mm -hmm. All of these things weren't really available in the early 2000s. And I failed my first business. So I didn't have that support. And that was the biggest struggle for me. So coming back into it, the first thing I did was hire a coach to help me get over my fear of personal branding and marketing. Mm -hmm. And now I love it. I love telling people what I do and Mm -hmm. being out there on on social media, but I hired a coach, got over those fears. And I also joined a lot of groups um, uh, that helped me kind of stay accountable. A lot of entrepreneurial groups. I go to events, things like that. Where do you find those groups? Because, you know, I think some of the things that um, women struggle with is finding the right group that they connect to. Like you and I are more extroverted and we probably have less fear around like just trying right um but what would you recommend like where do you go looking for those well I'm part of an organization called boss Talks, so um that's it started in LA and I had met the founders and it's really a group focused on entrepreneurships and business owners and I now brought it to Vancouver Canada where I live so we host meetings monthly it's a very safe environment so anybody in Canada who's an entrepreneur can look that up 
Um, but really word of mouth and looking, uh, I know there's another one, a big one in Canada that's more for corporate women, which didn't exist when I was the W North network. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of them out there. And I think it's a little bit our responsibility to, you know, start following somebody that you uh, admire and look what they're doing. Are they going to events? Mm-hmm. Are they attending something? Can you attend that too? And today there's more than ever online. Mm-hmm. So uh, exactly. I would really just, yeah, start following somebody you admire and ask what groups they're a part of and what events they're going to. I guarantee they're part of something. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think we know that people that join communities and community can be just a few people, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, are more successful, yeah. you know, and yes. because we know that you can't do it all alone. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank God for that, because, you know, uh, collaboration is just such a key component of any business, you know, yes. so it, clearly you've done that so well. So, so tell me, you know, I just, I've seen that you've been featured in Forbes and, you know, many different publications. How did that come your way? Was that something that you sought out or was that something that, you know, you were just given because of the, how good you were at doing your job or, you know, give some people guidance. Cause I think PR is another animal and another part of the mix. Yeah. And I think it's like, it, it has a place and I really knew to get some clout behind me and to um, get the word out. I needed some PR help. So I did hire a publicist to help me. And I also knew I wanted to write books and have that on my agenda. And I, you cannot write books without something in your back. You can, you can self-publish. I did my first one, but you need some help to get your message. You have a good message out there. You need a strategy to, to um, be seen. And I also wanted to do more speaking events. So I hired a speaking coach and got more involved in events like that. And they said, you need to have PR in your background. And um, so it, it depends if you are focused on a business and your clients, which I am too, that might not be a, um, a necessity, but if you really, yeah, yeah if you really want to, let's say go on speaking tours or, you know, have books or things like that, it's, it's quite important to have a little bit of PR in your, I think in your back pocket. So do you think the best thing to do is hire a PR firm or like, where do you, you know, do you recommend that or? You know, that's a good question. And it, it depends on your budget, of course, your timing, your, because uh, pitching is a very difficult thing <laughs> and it'll take, it can take, it can consume your day. So if you, you probably don't have time to pitch eight hours a day, you have to be focused on your business and your clients and your products and services. So in that case, if you, if your budget allows, I would definitely recommend hiring somebody in public relations to help you because they also help you refine your messaging, put you in front of the right people. And, and that I think is a, is money worth spent if it's something that you're wanting to grow. Absolutely. I, I can't agree with you more. I think, you know, uh, going back to like uh, communities, like you joining Boss Talks, and um, I don't know if you're friends with Hillary or who, but um, yes. I, I know them as well. I think they're lovely. And um, what I would say to you is that, um, you know, knowing people in a community to help you that are trusted, right? Hiring people yes. that are, you know, vetted so to speak right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, and a lot of my clients will ask me who I use and what you know for referrals and things like that too now so it's nice to be able to pass those on and and share in a community as well absolutely I I can't agree with you more like you did when I was asking about your program or your yeah program. exactly yeah. 
It's lovely. Yeah. So anyways, I wanted to ask you also, you know, you're highly motivated. And I, I got that from hello when we first met. And, you know, it's like, it's one of the things about you that probably attracts a lot of clients because your uh, energy is, um, is, is on a path right? You, you know what you want and you're very clear. So, so tell me about that process and were you always that way? You know, it's funny. I just wrote an article a little while ago about, um, different, the difference between Swiss people and Canadians or North Americans and Swiss people I, are naturally like me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so we funny. are, we have less, it's, it's not, I, it's maybe not the easygoing friendly that part, but the, we're very driven. We like, there's not a lot of small talk and things we do. We we're process oriented we just get to work. And I find like, that's where I get a lot of, it's just in naturally in me. And it's hard to teach people that I find. And um, I, I'm lucky, I guess, in a way, but sometimes I had to also make sure that I do have fun and, you know, don't work too hard and, and, the Canadian well, those are those that. boundaries and the alignment of knowing exactly yourself, right yeah yeah so so what are the types of things that motivate you like what would you say like what's your, what are your key motivators like how well, do you I, know, like for example how did you know that you wanted to interview me like you know what what are you attracted to well I'm attracted to very similar like you gave me such a nice compliment that you want to, <laughs> that mm -hmm. I had an energy that you want to talk to the same thing for yourself mm -hmm. and you had created a community um, based on helping people. So what motivates me is seeing other people succeed. The more money we make, the more we can give back to our community, the more women I can support and grow their businesses, they'll give back to me. And it's a, it's a circle. So I'm super motivated by any woman who has a business that they're you know, passionate about, they can walk into a room and talk about, we can go for a glass of champagne afterwards and oh, talk about it. Only, That's what really motivates me. We're only local. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> it's okay, one day. But those are the things. Exactly. And I think uh, we're going to crave that connection more than ever. But I think there's a lot when I talk with a lot of my I've, you know, your friendships change as well as your entrepreneur and you become to have more friends with entrepreneur because we we are always working. We're not we don't live for the weekends. We are our business and our brand are our life. But mm -hmm. it's a good thing because we just it, we're so energized by it. So that's what motivates me. Yeah, I think I, I always say like you are what you attract, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and and uh, if you find like the similar alignment with someone, you know, then you tend to be, you know, so so have the high desire to actually want to connect, right? So, um, so tell me a little bit about your value set. You've been talking a little bit about. I never knew this about all the Swiss people, so I feel very educated. <laughs> um, but tell me a little bit about your value set. Like, what would you say your top four core values are? This is a great question. And it's interesting because one of my core values is really to value your time or value my time. Well, as that well. makes sense with your business. Exactly. So I think that a lot of us, we don't treat time as the center of our universe, which we should. And we should also respect it for other people. And the Swiss too, you know, they, they invented watches and, or, you know, not invented them, but make them now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, time, a value is, you should value your own time just as much as somebody else's. That's one of my core values. And I, I preach that to a lot of women. And, you know, if somebody asks you to do something, does it fit in your priority list? Mm -hmm. So that's really number one. Good. Number two is, is also being a bit flexible and adaptable and things will happen. And even though I'm super organized and have processes, I like if something comes in, you know, we need the core values, being able to deal with it and not, you know, not stress out, not, we're not, I'm not a brain surgeon. My clients, I only have one that's a, a big facial plastic surgeon, but the rest are 
<laughs> not on call. <laughs> so it's really, we need to like a core value is being able to roll with the punches a bit and, and live life. And I think that's important. And we often devalue that. Very important. Number three is also honesty, just making sure we're honest with ourselves, with our businesses where, and, you know, I talk a lot about numbers in our business too. We need to know them, being honest where we're at, how to get to the next step. And uh, the fourth is really believing in yourself because, you know, I have a vision board and I just looked at the other day and I can't believe everything's coming true, but I just, I believed in myself that I could do it. We need to believe in ourselves more. Yeah, I love these. Uh, I love that they all relate back to you. And because uh, obviously we know core values are what motivates us and helps us make choice. But so often people are not clear about them. And I loved that. I mean, you'll be surprised, Jane, how many people I asked that question to and they they're not uh, clear. So it is beautiful that you were able to just go one, two, three, four. Like that's, that's true. And they align with you. So, and, mm-hmm. and your entire mission. So it's great. It takes a while to film, to build that too. And a lot of, in my course too, uh, one of my steps is, you know, getting your vision and your mission has to align with, uh, when I look at your ta- task audit and the task you're doing, I need to know where you want to be in five years too, because that it all aligns. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I so agree with you. So, so when we're talking about the future and, and uh, sort of where you want to be in five years, like, what do you see for yourself? Just curious. So I see I, I, my branding has done so well and I really love organized Jane. So I do, I look at my business as an asset now. I never used to. <laughs> I used to think, you know, we, we downplay our businesses, but I do see it as a big asset in terms of products. My course is really scalable, has a proven system. So I do see that course getting a lot of momentum, helping more women. I'm ho- hosting retreats annually, really on a growth scale. It'll be a lot more exposure, a lot more people and my team will grow to help support all these women. I love that. I mean, do you see yourself, you know, supporting a hundred women or 100,000 women? You know, with your systems organized, you can, I can support a hundred thousand, a million women (laughs) a lot. So I think that's, that's the beauty of getting organized. You can help more people and also live the life you want to live. Yeah. So tell me, because, you know, I'm just curious, like when we look at your household, are we like, is like one thing out of place? Well, actually I'm at my parents' house right now and uh, (laughs) my mom's an architect. So it's very modern home. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I grew up not in a crazy organized home. The Swiss are crazy organized, but there my parents were not. And I grew up on a dairy farm, so I was working, but everything does have a place in my home. And I try to, I, do, I love shopping. I love clothes. I have a lot of them, but I do declutter them all the time. I'm always selling them. I'm always, you know, I'm always conscious of what I have and keeping things in my place, but I'm actually not like, I'm pretty chilled out too. So people don't, uh, people don't realize that about me. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. So, so tell me about a time where like an opportunity came your way and you know, you were sort of faced with the challenge of making that choice. Like what, you know, tell me what you did and what your process was. Yeah, there's a, um, in starting this business, I was really like, I didn't have a brand in the beginning or a website and I was just consulting Mm -hmm. and for mostly businesses and one-on-one projects. And the opportunity really came when I started to get momentum and, you know, uh, I hired a team and I got the branding in place and the opportunity was really to grow, but I couldn't anymore. And that's, um, I talked to you about hiring a coach for every single step of your business. So I hired one to help me get over 
personal branding. And I was like, I need a coach to help me scale this business and my six steps. So the opportunity for me was seeing that I need to spend and invest in myself and to get to that next level where I want to be. So, you know, it's funny when you're, when you put that in the universe, suddenly all these courses come to you and you start following someone who's done it and they're like, okay, I'm going to do that. So it kind of just comes when you need it, I find. But mm, I like that. Has there been an opportunity that you felt like you missed? Yes, I wish I would have signed up for, you know, I wish I would have signed up for coaching, you know, when I first started this business 13 years ago and I wouldn't have failed. And I think that is, as we have athletes have coaches and executives have coaches in corporate, but I don't know why having a coach should be a part of your business plan if you're an entrepreneur. I 100% think that. And I think I missed a lot of opportunities that I didn't, I was like, oh, it's so much money at the time, but it really wasn't. I love that that you um, put it in terms of investing in yourself, because I think that that is something that a lot of women miss, like you're saying, and you're, you're saying it so Mm -hmm. blatantly and so um, transparent. And um, while coaching is a luxury, it's actually, we all need a champion, right? So it's, it's a beautiful statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you, we're not scared to spend like a thousand dollars. I was going to say, we're not scared to spend a thousand dollars on a Shoes, plane ticket, whatever it is, but a coach for like, oh my God, right? Oh, I don't know about that. The person makes me immediately happy. (laughs) And then I don't have to look at it. So it's it's (laughs) very funny. (laughs) Very, very funny. Mm -hmm. So so tell me what empowers you? Like, you know, how do you feel most empowered? Well, I, yeah, I mentioned it before, but having that connection meeting, I just love it after an in-person meeting or um, a summit when I just get around all these entrepreneurs. And there's again, because I don't have a team, but that you know, energy you're feeding off, seeing what other people are doing they're, they're like, wow, she's building her business doing that. Like that is really the, the, what empowers me to take my steps to the next level too. Mm, I like it. So I have a couple of rapid fire questions for yes. you, if you're open to it. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, Connection or collaboration? Connection. Mm, why? Because I find collaboration is great, but sometimes it can detract you from your core messaging. Mm. It, it, sometimes it can work and it's great. And I collaborate a lot too, but um, it's, it's challenging too. And you really want to stay focused on your revenue generating activities and it can sometimes be distracting. Love that. Uh, marketing or accounting? I think they're both important. <laughs> And I've actually gotten, I love Mark accounting so much because I love my numbers. So mm-hmm. I'd say accounting. All right. Hmm. Um, what's your favorite band? Music band. Oh, I, I only love country music. So, um, well, that's so t- great. I love yeah, that. T- Tim McGraw is my favorite. Mm, okay. Totally mm-hmm. unexpected. Love that. <laughs> um, Who's your favorite, like, who do you look up to for a role model? Like someone you want to emulate? Martha Stewart, other than like the prison stuff, but uh, she's built like a very great brand and was able to scale that beyond my wildest dreams, but she's really done a great job at keeping that brand alive. And what about a favorite quote? For every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. And that was Benjamin Franklin. Mm, I like that. I like that so Mm -hmm. much. Well, is there anything else you would love to share with our audience? I'm so grateful for our time today, but I want to make sure that we address anything specific that you have an offering or something that's coming up that you'd like to share with us. So we know where to reach you. 
Yeah. So on my website, organizedjane.com. I'm also super active on Instagram, Organized Jane. And anybody listening, if you want to send me a DM and let me know your biggest organizing challenge, I'd love to support you with some free resources or we can jump on a call. Um, and my main impact is my business booster course. So it's six steps to organize your business. I am having a retreat in November for my current clients. So it's November 8th to the 10th in Cabo St. Lucas, Mexico. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I may have to for. I know I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be inviting you. I'll come be a speaker. <laughs> I love it. So it's all, it's really on, it's, we're taking my six steps to the next level and getting your business super organized and it'll be a fun time to connect as well. And we don't get that time to sometimes work on our business versus always in it. So important that we balance our lives from both sides, right? So I love the fact mm -hmm. that um, connection is sort of core to your entire thread and getting to know you better has been amazing because I realize, you know, we always say we're a reflection, we are a reflection of one another. And I, I truly feel that uh, by learning more about you uh, in this call. So likewise, um, you were on my podcast too. So I loved it. Oh, thank you. Well, um, for all of our audience out there, we all know what Opportunity Knox is about. Uh, every week we feature a female entrepreneur and we're blessed to have Jane uh, Soller on today and, and Soller, excuse me, see, cause I have a Pam Soller. No, no, you're good. <laughs> so, Jane Soller and um, from Organized Jane and you really should look into our six step program cause I am certain she will help you declutter and allow you to have a successful life. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for letting me be here. All right. Subscribe to Opportunity Knox, people. Have a great day. Thank you.